Here we are, Wednesday night, uh, episode 26, all of a sudden. Uh, this is the totally unscripted, unplanned episode 26. Um, I was put up to it very quickly about an hour ago um, from a good mate, Glenn Curran, and let's bring him on. How are you, Glenn? Welcome to the show, mate. Unscripted, I love it. Yes, they're all the best ones, I believe. Let's see. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, the week has been an interesting one, mate. It's only Wednesday and um, there's plenty of things happening, which is great. Um, look, it's it's a bit of an interesting chapter we're in right now. What are we up to? Day five, um, no cases yeah, out, no of, cases. out of lockdown or the, the mini 3.05 lockdown for five days. I'm just glad in Victoria that that's all it was, mate, and that's all it lasted. So let's yeah. keep it like that. What's your thoughts on, I don't know, your mindset going into that last little lockdown? It seemed like a long five days. It, look, like everybody, mate, just hoping that it only went for five days. I think that was the, that was the big thing. Which way is it going to go? Is it going to be five days? Or is it going to be more than five days? And then obviously all the umming and ahhing that comes if it had been more in the in the and the pressure that puts on everybody's situation. So it will be very good to see that it was only for the time they intended, and hopefully we keep out of that now going forward. Absolutely. Do you think, um, I don't know, what's what's your thoughts more? If we get any more cases, do you, do you think this will happen again, or has there been a bit of backlash on it that, um, you know, it's maybe wasn't was an overreaction, or I don't know, what's your gut feeling? I'm not sure whether it's an overreaction. Like it, it, it's a, it's a bit of a double-edged, double-edged sword as to which way you go with it. Do you go hard for a couple of days to get it right? And, and to be totally honest, I don't mind that. If that, if we go hard for two or three days to come out the other end, I'm happy with that. What, what about, what about you? What are your thoughts? Oh, look, I suppose you're damned and you do them damned if you don't. Um, yeah. It's just you know, if it had a blown up, then he looks like. He looks like he's called it early, um, and if it doesn't blow up at all, then he looks like he's overreacted. So, I think he's done the right thing. Look, more more the worrying sign is what I just saw on the news ten minutes ago was the vaccinations that have just started to being given out, and we've Long given time. out someone four times, a couple of people four times the dose. So how's yeah. how's that going? As if they yeah. weren't scared enough. I saw that, and then I saw that someone got the wrong dose. It's brilliant, isn't it? The other thing I just saw on the news is they think they've come up with a female Viagra. So God help us if they mix up those doses, mate. We're in all we're all in strife. Haven't quite got the prescription as yet, mate, but I'm I'm working towards it. Exactly. Um, Now let's just talk about uh, the show we just had um, during the week last week. Jason Richardson. How good was that? Um, Thanks, guys, for getting him on. He was. He's a very Super. good bloke. He's a very down. As you saw, mate, and anyone who was lucky enough to catch the show or, or can catch the show on Facebook or whatever, I recommend it because he's just a, he's just a down to earth top bloke. Very genuine person. What you see is what you get with Richo, and that's why he's such a good bloke, and that's why he does so well because he treats everybody the same way. Yeah, and you can just see his genuine passion for all things sport, like he said, yeah. um, not just sport. He's just genuinely loving having a chat to people out in in any industry they're in, and yep. it'd be great to try and get Richo along to one of these gigs. What's his uh, What's his taste in music, mate? We never really covered that. Yeah, not, yeah, not too sure about his music taste. 
I think you'd be a bit of an air guitar expert. I fancy himself in the back of a day for sure. Yeah, hey, I bet um, you. Well, he's going to be our um, Winter Olympics correspondent, he tells us now, too. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, <laughs> we've just got to get him there now. Um, get him over there. So the tennis, mate, uh, was on during the week. Uh, great effort for Melbourne, getting it over the line. And, look, they copped a bit of a barrage too. And Djokovic was one of those ones that was very um, – forward in his comments on behalf of the, all the players and at the end of the day the ones that quarantined hard lock quarantine were the ones that kind of made the final in the end by by uh sheer sheer luck in the end but um Djokovic does it again mate he's he's got to be up there with some of the best now no he's, doubt look his record speaks for, speaks for itself doesn't it really like he's um he is now at if he wasn't already he's now elite isn't he well, he's got the keys. Got the yeah. keys to Melbourne, that's for sure. He's welcome anytime yeah. back here. Yeah, like like when you when you look at elite tennis players and discussions, he's got to be mentioned now, doesn't he? Like he's done, he's gone to the mountain that many times now. It doesn't matter. Like it is, I, I think almost. I think there's a little bit of a gap happening between himself, Nadal, and Federer a bit too. I think. I think. I think he's that better again if, if that's possible yep. to them. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. Um, that's nine Australian Opens. Yeah. Um, I, I, I look at it now and I can't see, like obviously Roger's at the twilight of his career, but I, I think Nadal's heading that way as well. I think he's he's on the downhill slope of his career as opposed to uphill, whereas I think Dokovic, Novak's, at the top of his game, he is he's the king of the mountain and no one's going to knock him, knock him off. Yeah. And uh, female tennis, mate, was that is that in your is that in your warehouse? You watch any of it? Enjoy well, it? I don't mind. Um, is, it, is, it, is it a sign of how the mighty maybe have fallen with Naomi Osaka and her sort of the way she dealt with Serena? Pretty brutal. Yeah, look... Um... I don't know if Serena was was anywhere near her best when she was playing um, in the last what I saw of the tournament anyway. Um, but yeah, look, it's definitely it's definitely it starts to show those young legs. That's for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting time. But if you look at Naomi Osaka, she's not dissimilar in ways to how Serena's built as well. Yeah, yeah, she's but a powerful. Unit, and I think that's the style of body that she's modeled herself on, on on Serena's build and and core strength. And I think that's what Naomi Osaka is moving towards now as well. Yep. Friend of ours jumping on and saying good day. The off. Um, it was great to see the other night. Uh, Gary out with the boys, showing us some some back street haunts. Uh, a couple of bars, you know, in Melbourne, mate. We had a great night, so I appreciate that, Gaz and. Look forward to doing that again very soon. Was a good night out. It was. They're always the one you don't plan, and you plan to. You know, you. We had an early show that night, so let's let's yep. touch on that. Uh, we were out to see ACDC, a uh, good mate of ours who came on the show, Laura Davidson, and a mate of mine to the left there, AK. Um, ACDC cover band, mate. You uh, just interested in your thoughts on the show? Oh, mate, what what an amazing voice! Like. The amazing thing about Laura's voice and all the different genres that she can actually sing in, 
she held her own singing Bon Scott songs. Now, if you yep. think Bon Scott's got an, a, a very unique voice, obviously all of his own, but she held her own doing her version of his songs. Like it wasn't like sometimes you hear someone do a cover, you think, oh, they make it unique. But she sang the song. She sang the songs the way the Bon Scott would like them sung. Yep, absolutely. She was amazing. Good mate of the show, Dave Cosma, jumping on saying good day and mentioning how great Laura mm -hmm. is. And Laura is so multi-talented. Um, I can't wait to take you to the next version of what Laura does next and and we'll cover off yeah. a few of the different genres. Um, but, uh, Dave, thanks for this hat, mate. EJ Isolation Sessions is one of the, <laughs> one of the great nice. things to come out of lockdown, mate. Um, it was... Just when you're ready, very... Dave, no rush, mate. One of you. I'm happy to take one. Just no rush. <laughs> and disappointingly, uh, his Oasis gig or cover gig got cancelled, but uh, we'll cover one of Dave's gig coming up shortly when we do a bit of a review of what's coming up. Um, what else have we seen in the last couple of weeks? Cuz, uh, have you been out and about? Uh, thoughts on the new footy rules, mate? What do you What do you think? What have you seen and what do you think? Um, I don't know. I just saw a bit of footage of, of uh, smacking someone smacking the ball out of bounds. So I'm not really too au fait with what the new rules are, mate. Just give us a give us a couple. Well, the big, and the big one that like Jack, my, my oldest boy, showed me a bit of footage of yesterday was Essendon had a intra club and the umpires came and obviously talked them or walked them through things. And Cole Length was on the mark and he he took, he took a step to his left. And the umpire said fifty. So that's the new rule. You can't move. On, you can't move on the mark at all. Yeah, well, I don't know. They're talking about what are they? What's the reason for that? They're trying to slow the game up a little bit, or what are they, what are they actually trying to achieve I don't there? Know. I don't. I can't see a direct need to do that. I, I... So does that league? Obviously, they're trialing that in AFL. Does that move into other leagues straight away as a as a trial, or what are they doing? I, well, I don't know. Look, we we're, we're talking about that at um, at the footy club I'm involved in, Lilydale, on Monday night. We were discussing that whether that comes into that as well. Yep. Um, whether we it filters through to the lower leagues, I'm I'm not sure. And just a shout but out to your other bulls. shout out to your other coach, uh, Alan Love. Where are you, Lovey? Where any are you, mate? Any is he is he still around? Is he still well, off the mat? He's um. He was one of the preferred preferred men, but I think he's stating his case for just no interest. The man of no interest at the moment. So hopefully, Lovey's all right. Shoot us, shoot us a message, Lovey, and tell us you're all right. And we look forward to having you on the show next. I'm, I'm dying to get to one of your practice matches. What about the great man Berkey, mate? How's he going? Yeah, Berkey's good. We got to a couple of gigs um, in the last. Well, we've had actually a couple of weekends of three nighters. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. So they've been they've been great. So we'll cover a couple of those now. Um, Beautiful. We just mentioned Asia that we just went to last week, but I saw a fantastic gig um, actually at Suki Lounge, which was the old Rubies in Belgrave of all places. Um, had no really interest in, in heading Dan. out that way. Yeah, Naomi's out that way. Shout out to Naomi. Um, the old puffing out here in Puffing Billy Puffing land. Billy. Um, a guy by the name of Daniel Champagne, mate. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, his I new album kind of looks like this. And I just want to play a little bit of footage. He did a, He doesn't do many covers. He's, he's got a very unique style um, and um, style and method, I think you'd say. Um, but he did a quick 
cover here of uh, a Nirvana classic. I just want to play a little bit of it. A nice. pretty bit of impact there. I didn't play the the standard riff. He, he looked like he was tuning up his guitar and then he ripped into that standard Nirvana um, riff, which is an absolute ripper and classic. So we uh, will play that another day. But um, good to see Berkey jumping on and saying g'day, Berkey. Um, he's, he's superb. Any so, game we can join the show? Yeah, Berkey, I think he's still pedaling, pedaling his um, – exercise bike at the moment trying to get some internet speed up mate so he's he's out in the bush so we might look forward to in the next well definitely ideally in the next month or so um we will try and do a all together in one room show for a bit of something different um Oops. if we allow to not socially distance anymore but i want to uh i just want to cover off a couple of other gigs that we went to we went to see the pitches with david lane and, and brent wolferton who hadn't played together in I think I believe it was about ten years. So if that gig that game gig came together it was absolutely super. But it's not often that I'm I wouldn't say starstruck, but I was kind of mesmerized by I'd heard a couple of songs by this this um band that the uh, that played before them. Um and it's not often that someone, you know, that opens for, for some another band, I think on the day really took it to the to the band ahead we really gave them something to challenge for so it was a band called gold mines uh if you haven't heard of them uh look them up mate they've got a great album and i just want to play a little little snippet of one of their songs here If you weren't sure, that was actually a cover they played. So I played a bit of a trick there, and uh, it was stranded by the Saints. So, but once if you're going to play a cover, mate, that's an absolute ripper. So uh, that was another great gig uh, I've seen. And then on that particular Sunday, we went and saw a new band that had been, or two new bands that have been put together. Um, one with a couple of uh, great Melbourne musos, um, with a new band member too, Dave Leslie from from Baby Animals um, and another couple of members of that band, Venom on drums. Um, and I just want to play a snippet of them, their band called Truck. So yeah, they're uh, they're an exciting band. Second gig only, um, which was, was pretty sharp actually, very sharp. And another band that played in uh, actually headlined for them was a band called Empirical Prey. Um, I haven't got any footage of them handy with me now, but I can tell you these guys were really sharp. So that's another one to look out for. There's so the exciting part is is made so many yeah. gigs. Um, now that was uh, as. As Dave just mentioned here, I love my rock. Yeah, I love my rock, Dave, absolutely. But I absolutely love folk, jazz, 
Um, you name it, mate, I'll, I'll come and listen to it. As long as it's it's one of those bands in their prime or artists in their prime, and even if they're not in their prime, I'd love to see new music and new artists. So I can't wait to uh, to experience more bands this year. Um, a band that's coming up this Friday night at the Corner Hotel, uh, Charles Jenkins' band together again, re- um, launching this album, No Weapon But Love, uh, which a few artists feature on, but this is a official album launch at the corner. Um, so if you can try and get along to this one, um, great to see Chuck back headlining a, a big band again and, and a band of five or so members. And they were big 20 odd years ago, mate. So they're back and back with a vengeance. Uh, great to see well, them recording again. When we went and saw Chuck play at Essendon a couple of weekends ago, I put on something about that, and one of my mates straight on to it, bang, he goes, yep, I remember saying ice cream hands back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. If we can, mate, if, if, if the word will get out that ice cream hands are back and super name, and um, there's also a gig coming up in a week or, yeah, it's the 5th of March at yep. Swamplands in Thornbury area, Dave Cosma um, and Chuck, Charles Jenkins, playing together um, and I, I assume they're going to be playing separately as well and then they might play some songs together so I cannot wait for that so Cuz put it in the diary um, that's one that you definitely need to get to Hello. when's that 5th of March it is absolutely and then on I the 6th hello how I says good to hang out with you on the last gig we just went to um, Tim Rogers what an absolute superstar Timmy is from UMI and Davey Lane played with him as well in a really intimate gig um, at a brewery in Moorabbin called Two Brothers. Um, it was an absolutely fantastic gig. And just because we put this show together absolute last second, I didn't even – this. I was just bringing some, some uh, videos and stuff up as I found them. So I haven't, um, I haven't got a chance to get one of those. And good news is Dave's got a hat for you, cuz, so look out. <laughs> You get to the gig Great and Dave will bring the hat. Beautiful. You get to the gig, Dave will bring the hat. That's the deal. Um, so what else can we look forward to, mate? What do you What do you know? What's going on? Um, well, well footy's not far away, mate, which would be good. Well, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. We've got to get through a couple of preseason games and um, one of your loves, AFLW, is on at the moment. So I'm sure the <laughs> – when, when are the Bombers going to have a team, mate? What's going on there? I know I both for the bombers, so I've hand on heart. Why have they not got a team? I don't. I don't understand. Is, well, is they're one of the that I'm no, missing, or no doubt they're one of the big superstar teams. Always have been. Always will be. Um, there's got to be some fundamental reason why they haven't either replied for a team or not part of the strategy at the moment. But I think we're up to about third, twelve or thirteen teams or more, aren't we? You're a lot. Sure they, um, they've got a team in the next division. Like the VFLW, right? So I don't know why they haven't got a team in the AFLW. Well, I think the amazing part is you've got an esports team, I believe, and um, but you can't get a you can't get an AFLW team. So that's interesting. No. Maybe they yeah. like a bit of uh, NBA Jam or something. I'm not sure what's going on there. Esports. And did you catch up with um, just on the on the Essendon thing and and great Essendon men? Um, 
Isn't it great to see Bomber Thompson hopefully coming out the other side of his issues? Yeah, look, look, that 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 was like I didn't I didn't actually catch that story, but look, that's that is good. Look, it's he's obviously been down the bottom of a pretty big hole, and yep. now the, now hopefully people get around him and realise. Look, I don't think he's I don't think he's proud of what he's done. He realises what he's done is the wrong thing, but we all make mistakes. So let's just all get around him now and support him. Yeah, well, one thing I thought was fantastic that I didn't know is is when he, um, you know, they had that break in and and that that we all went down at that uh, apartment or, or um, factory that he was he was at and living at. The next day, the first people there were James Hurd and Dodoro, and I, I thought yeah. that was that was a sign of really a united club that that just genuinely cares for human beings, mate. And that that's a great a great thing to see. Um, and all the best to Bomber and I'd like, you know, he's a great football person, always was, always will be. And sadly he's gone through a, you know, a bit of a tough time. And hopefully as he, he rightfully touched on in that point, drugs weren't actually the issue. It was what led him to taking drugs was the issue. So that's kind of one of those important things, you know, alcoholism, drugs, they're all, everyone blames those, but it's the vehicle that got you there is the bigger issue. Mm. And I think they're the things we kind of need to understand during this time. And, um, mate, thanks for thanks for pushing me to kind of jump on and jump on and let's do this show tonight because I think it's a really good chance to just jump, you know say good day to people. You know we got we got some yep. people jumping on saying good day, obviously sitting on the couch or uh, getting excited about the weekend coming up. So it's really good to uh, to jump on and say good day. But another gig that's coming up at the Music Bowl, Bernard Fanning, um, and something for Kate. So two loves of mine. So I would love to be there, but I'm not going to make it to this one. I've got to I've got to call the Call a quits at some point with this. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, this... No, no gigs this weekend, mate. What's going on? You well, I kind of set myself a bit of a plan for a hundred gigs in a hundred days, but I couldn't kind of pull it together. So you never know, that might happen eventually. Went... Maybe hundred gigs this year. You went hard early with your six and six, six on six days, though. Yeah, that was tough. Back that to back. tough. I must admit, it's half to hard, tough to recover from, but uh. It's good to see from a workfront point of view with us, um, things are back and firing and, you know, we're yeah. out of lockdown and all those kind of things. And, um, you know, it's great to uh, to great to get out and about again, that's for sure, and see some smiling faces. Hopefully, you know, this week we can start to uh, remove the old masks, mate, for so we can actually see some smiling faces again. When's, when's the call being made on that? Is that tomorrow? I think it's going to be made this weekend. Um, yeah. I'd love to I hope. I'd love to think it was going to be by Friday, but I think it might be a kind of Sunday thing. Um, hopefully, this it's not an indoor thing anymore, or or what the actual restriction is. I think we're going to go back to where we kind of were, um, that stage one yep. kind of thing. Um, yep. So that'll be that'll be exciting. So hopefully, um, we get there soon. But yeah, football season, mate. That'll be really exciting. To get going again. Rugby's going to kick yeah. off very soon. Once that starts, that, that gets the blood going again with the rugby league and the AFL up and about, and people yep, have their sure in that. So it's good. There's always something to talk about. Um, and sadly, uh, well, not sadly, he's been still called to make his own decision at whatever time. But sadly, it looks like he won't play at Melbourne Storm, Cameron Smith, and it looks like if he's going to play, he'll play somewhere else. Um, and looks like Bellamy, you know, after another year or so, might. Uh, roll off into the sunset, which he's well entitled to after being there for so, so long, um, to so, coach somewhere so you else. Think, you think Bellamy will stay? I think he will, This obviously, this year. Um, this year? Yeah. Ne- next year, not so sure. 
yep. about Smith? What do you think he'll do? Uh, I think if you went down the the Cooper Cronk fairy tale side of things, like he went to another another team, played for a year, won a won a flag with the Roosters, um, that would be his absolute ideal. But I don't know if he's going to go to somewhere like Brisbane. Um, I'm not sure they're flag ready. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Oh, interesting. Um, state of Origin was going to be a great thing this year. Um, coming could up, he, could he just could he just leave it as it is and just plot this say? Won it last year. How good was that? Killing the rack. Do you think he'd do that? I think. Or do you think he, you think he feels he's still got unfinished business? I don't know. It's a really hard one to call because you wouldn't think yeah. there's unfinished business going out on a premiership. He played that extra year and won a flag. So mm. um, I don't know. He's well ahead of that record, you know, and he doesn't play for records, doesn't play for those personal honours, but they're all good to look back. You only get you don't get a chance to come back at that age once you're once you've Unless retired, you I don't think yeah. so. I just think he's got so much more um, to give the game, you know, outside of uh, outside of just playing. So, you know, I'd love to see him in a mentoring kind of role, not necessarily even coaching, and maybe mentoring at one of his loves, which is the Hawks. Um, yeah. How good would that be for Clarko to to mm. wheel him in and, and bring on the Billy Slater concept that uh, St Kilda have done? Well, I think there needs to be more more of those kind of guys switching codes, and I think some of the AFL boys. Would be great to switch codes and talk, talk mindset and talk those sort of things of um, what happens between AFL and NRL. Well, a mentor is a mentor, doesn't it? The sports, I think, is irrelevant. Yeah, absolutely. What, what they can teach you and guide you and 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 help you learn to to uh, establish sort of, um, I suppose, your own sort of protocols and and sort of visions and 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 skills and attributes that you can pick up yourself. Definitely. Definitely. Um, this Sunday, a gig I didn't touch on. Um, just want to bring this one up. Give me a one second. It is Macedon Hotel sold out, which is fantastic. It is. Where's my picture gone? As I build up the conversation. Um, yes, here it is. Coming right now. Marshmallow overcoat. Can't wait. Ash Naylor on the left there, um, Davey Lane and Brett Wolverton. Um, these guys are absolutely super musicians together. And um, if you have never seen Marshmallow Overcoat, please get to one of their gigs. They sell out quick. This one's been a reschedule. Um, so I can't wait to make the trip up the highway and go and spend a Sunday afternoon in the sun, hopefully, enjoying that one. So, Sorry, mate. Who's heading up there? Uh, I'm not really sure yet. There'll be there'll be a bit of a cast and crew, as always. Um, cast a thousand? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just trying to check out a couple of other things that are on. Uh, there's been lots of rescheduled gigs, so it's hard to really keep up with uh, what's what's actually happening anymore. But I think the best part about it is uh, it's a bit of a plethora of music at the moment, and not yeah. only music, sports back. Um, just great. The week's... Kind of February's flown by, and isn't it quick? Isn't it interesting how quick everything starts to move once uh, once everything well. is out of lockdown? So it's good to see that the I think um, the Vic government's doing a good job here um, with this live in the bowl concept. Um, there's been yep. so many shows happening, and there's I can see another one here with Cat Empire, um, which is going to be great as well. They're super. There was another gig on the weekend. Um, which was one of the first 
festivals back, yep. which was exciting. Um, and typically, just as I say it, that gig's not coming up right now. So I'll just mention that one. Um, now, the lineup for that was was unbelievable. It was at Mornington called Summer Salt. Uh, we had the Teskey Brothers headline. We had Cat Empire, John Butler, Boy and Bear. Um, how, how good is that? So 9,000 people at that gig. So that's really set the scene for what's coming up. Uh, and then we move on to um, we move on to the um, later on that's coming up in April. We've got uh, your cameras. Yeah, we go. Cause your camera's back. Um, we have also got um, Saturday. This sorry, no, not this weekend. The weekend after. So the weekend. It's the fifth after the fifth, which is the Friday night. Dave Cosme gig and Chuck Jenkins. The Saturday night is Casanovas. Once again, album launch. They um, Brent Wolferton on the drums again. So the, the boys are going to absolutely rock, rock the uh, the corner hotel. So can't wait to have that one going as well. So there's just way too many gigs on at the moment. Um, fair to say it's depleted the the wallet a touch. But <laughs> it's great to um, honestly to be able to fork some money out and support support live music and we hope it continues so this thursday night actually is another one i just want to mention quickly at ragtime tavern which is a little bar we went to in northcote there on that corner or at, yeah roughly northcote area preston it actually is uh, that one on the corner um damon smith who's on our show recently um yep. he's going to be there he's doing a residency on thursday night so um and ezra lee i think is another artist that'll be with him so on a Thursday night, we should organise a few beers with the boys and and get along to that. Um, to see Damon Smith in full flight is truly uh, incredible on on piano. So um, can't wait to do that. So it looks like uh, Naomi's definitely going to be at this gig, but I'm not sure which one. But I think she's going to be at all of them. Naomi's <laughs> a massive supporter of music, yeah. and she's she she's one of those people. She's one of those people that's first in, uh, definitely at the gigs, and. Um, Absolutely loves it. And just a shout out to Naomi in relation to the photos and gig reviews and, and stuff she does. I, oh. I think she's an absolute talent in that space and really should consider writing for some sort Doing of blog job. or beat magazine yeah. or one of those. Um, we should get her on guest to do reviews on band. She is, her photography work is amazing. Really good. Yeah, she's um, pretty good. And, and all her footage is just done with a, uh, just done with a little camera, mate. So that's that's sorry, and a phone, not even a, uh, not even a actual big camera. So one hilarious part is now she's having a little chuckle to herself, thinking <laughs> uh, we're joking. But honestly, gnomes, keep the keep we it up, mate. We look, you do a great job. So, um, what else is coming up, mate? Uh, I know we've just no, decided not, not to. Much. Shoot, shoot the air for half an hour or so, so we won't go for too yeah. much longer. But it's great to see some people jump on, say good day. Um, once again, not only supporting live music, which we're all trying to do, but get out and support your local cafes, your local restaurants. Yeah. I know, uh, yeah. cuz you're, you're a big fish and chip man, mate. So Friday nights is, is your your buzz. <laughs> and if uh, you've gone to the you've gone to the dark side, um, I've gone to lower plenty, mate. Yeah, very, wait till word, wait till word gets out in Montmorency that you've you've dumped them and uh, changed fish and chip shops, mate. It's like uh, it's like changing religion sometimes. Yeah, they might find out. You think, mate? They'll be onto me. 
They will. They might find something in your dim sims. But uh, Dave, uh, just mentioning, um, I assume he means you guys, all of us. Um, yep. Berkey, Gnomes, um, are you and me, Cuz, uh, unbelievable when it comes to supporting the music scene. You know what, Dave? Um, thanks. I really appreciate that comment, mate. But you guys are the awesome ones for pushing Providing. through pushing through this COVID period. Some of you are out recording new music. I spoke to Ryan Sterling um, like today, actually, and he's going to come on the show in the next few weeks. Um, first he's been, guest, sir. First guest, He was our first guest 25 shows ago, so we can't wait to have uh, Sterlo back on. And he's um, – the great part about Ryan is the original part of lockdown, he wasn't doing any music at all and recording or writing or anything. And now he's gone away and written a whole stack of stuff. So I cannot wait to hear some Beautiful. of his new stuff and, um, and get him, uh, get him on. But it looks like we've, uh, we've got a bit of a late call up. Um, <laughs> oh, keep, no. I'll keep this to a surprise. I'm sure you can probably guess who, who the great guest is, but let's bring him on anyway. Lovey. Great to see you kid. Oh, oh. hello mate. How are we? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, mate. The one and only head wobbler. What's going on? Talk about get the party shirt out, mate. It's great to see. Nice and bright. Ah, oh, the, the bloody uh, the bullshit light. It's actually red, but I'm, I'm assuming it's coming across as Oompa Loompa, but that's okay. Very, very Oompa Loompa, mate. No, yeah. we'll, run with, we'll run with red. It suits yeah, your... Uh, you look like you've been My out face. in the sun, but it might be reflection. Yeah, Jim. I went to the gym, and it's... It's, it's elevated my heart rate to a point where I'm uncomfortable, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> actually, tonight, if we're just starting the podcast now, awesome, great, let's go. So the um, – shut up, Glenn. So there was uh, two two ambulances out the front of the gym as I got to it, and I thought, oh, this could be an omen here. Do I actually just turn around and go back home and drink more of these? I don't know yet. Yeah, maybe I should, sign. maybe I shouldn't. Hey? That's not a good sign. Being no, I was – I was genuinely thinking, just go the mid the, the midweek slurp. But I thought, no, nah, I'll go to the gym, do the right thing, clear the head, do all those things, and then and then have the midweek slurp. Yeah. Um, great to uh, great to see you on, Lovey. Um, I know it's been a couple of shows, and I know you've been a busy boy. Mm. So, tell me about. Was, um, just I tell me about missed the Richo one. Yeah, look, um, we hope to get Richo back I missed on. That. Yeah. We have to get Richo back on again. Um, it was a great show, mate. So I know you've probably checked it out by now. Um, well, I had yeah. the hat as a dedication to him, you know. <laughs> you were it's, ready. Uh, to go. He would have. He would have appreciated that too, mate. Mate, that's um, that's as fashionable as it gets for a bald head. So there you go. Yeah, I'm I look good. forward to. Mate, we're keen to get back on with half later on. He, he's and he's keen for that too. To get them both on together. Yeah, half would be um, half would be fantastic. Very, very humorous, man. But. Knows his stuff. Anything, anything he's uh, sports-wise, he, he knows it pretty well. I think the only thing funnier was um, was Cuz yawning uh, through oh, one of yeah. those comments, and and glad glad to see the first guest of, that's actually pulled him up and said, "Anyway, we're keeping you up, Cuz." So it was great. Hey, Richo, Richo gave him a little stinger back. I can't believe Cuz. What is it? You fall asleep at the drop of a hat, don't you? Oh, shut up, would you? God, no, but you do. You, you fall asleep at the drop of a hat. Like it's. I'm not sure what time you think it is, Cuz. I mean, we did. We actually brought that show forward so you wouldn't. <laughs> no. It was actually a four o'clock show, and Cuz needed his little nana nap. Um, oh, it's, 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 
It's pretty rude too. I mean, you know, on 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 Saturday, you know, we were at our, we were at our all day football camp, and our, our amazing senior coach is giving a, a speech and all the rest of it in front of the playing group. Oh, I looked no. to the right. I looked to the right. And there's Captain Dropoff. He just uh, absolutely gives it this one. The chin joins the chest. The eyes are shut. I had to text him on the slide to say, mate, wake up. And that they weren't the words I used. But, uh, you know, it was – I just thought you can't. You can't be serious. That's just not right. You've got to, you've got to pay attention, Glenn. You've got to pay attention. Did you do that Cal, to Jody? As an assistant coach – how do you expect to have the players' attention when coaches napping? Well, you're the backline coach, are you? You don't want to be caught napping ever in the backline. I think he's assuming we'll win by 30 goals each week and you can have a sleep. You're not setting a good precedence there, Cuz. We might need you uh, to have your little lunch. Oh. Good morning now, Cuz. Now, I think you set us up. So give us something. Give us something, Cuz. Give us something. Give us some humour. Give us... Uh, Give us something you've seen that's funny. happened this week. Nothing. No, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I've got no humour. I'm not funny. Right. Well, it's good to hear you <laughs> listen eventually. <laughs> nice. One thing you are going to be renamed is Dave Cosmos stung you with a. <laughs> 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 nice, you that's not funny. Two caps now, Dave. That's yeah. very good. I think he might have just pulled that cap back now and he might give it to Lovey. So. Lovey, I will generally, uh, what I'll do as a deal, I mean, you guys still have to have your box on you out at Epping. That hasn't happened. But, um, my, uh, I, I promise you, there's a few practice matches coming up for the Liddell Aaron. So, on behalf of the audience that are on, to prove that he falls asleep, I will get him. I know he drops off to sleep even about half an hour before the game. He'll sit in and he just drifts off. Mm. He does it. So, I'll get it recorded. And as evidence, I'll present it accordingly. This will be yeah. so good. I look forward to some footage. <laughs> look forward to some footage. Well, oh. tell me about um, tell me about what's coming up on the weekend. Races? Is there anything you're excited about? It's great to see the racing industry still flying. Um, what's coming up? Anything? But in all honesty, they haven't taken a hit, have they? The race, but, but they've just gone through the whole time with with no no hit at all, really. The, the crowds, yeah. yeah. But apart from that, though, they have come through unscathed. Is that a fair call? How far away do you think we are from crowds back of the races? Or at, at the races or at anything? Well, races, it's funny, you know, like that, that, that races look like they're more confined than what, for instance, the football does at the MCG, but that's not necessarily yeah. true. I reckon 100,000 of Flemington, if you spread that out down the straight, it's almost no different to 100,000 around, around the circle at the G, right? So, um, I'd, I'd like to think if they're 50% capacity by round one in the footy, you'd think the same thing surely for the races um, because you can you can spread out a lot further at the racetracks. Um, you haven't got allocated seating. I'd love to think, I mean, it depends on, you know, Dan and his, and his merry men and women and what they think by round one of the football. The footy will set the precedent for me. And if the footy can get to 50% and then 75% by round four or whatever, there's no excuse for it not to be 100% by, I would have thought, May, honestly. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, being an outdoor sport, there's precedence of that now. We've got plenty of crowds. We had 9,000 at a festival. 
Um, I just mentioned that Summer Salt Festival down in Mornington. That's a great sign. The Music Bowl is, is happening with social distancing. Okay, the tennis was in a half indoor, outdoor. Uh, that worked. I can't see why there's not at least a 1,000 people let into Flemington by now. Um, every second row in the stands is at least trying to get members back in the game again. Mm. I, I'm not really sure what why the concern. You can't get that close to the horses. I don't think the horses are going to give you COVID. I don't think we're going to give it to them. So what's the what? where do you think really the picking point is there? Unless they fly a plane with a bunch of internationals on the on, down the Flemington Strait, I've got no idea. I mean, th- th- this whole this is this is the point. We haven't had we've had one tiny little blotch in the whole state of Victoria contract. Now contact tracing work, which means you don't need your full lockdown. So surely we know that for next time. We're gradually coming out of these lockdown and, and, and isolation periods. We're at a point there; it's almost non-existent again in Victoria. Yep. Now, if we, if we, and it's almost the same. Let's face it; it's almost the same across Australia too. As long as you don't keep it, as long as you don't, as long as you keep the internationals under check, um, why can't we open up? Um, well, I suppose you know, right now we need international. Surely we've got enough resources here. We've got enough people. Can't we get? Can't we get up and going again and start to move towards September? Um, surely. Um, yep, hundred percent. You know, I just yeah, absolutely one hundred percent. Probably, this is probably a good question we could have asked Richard. Do we do we need the internationals? Are they are they integral to Australian thoroughbred racing continuing in the you know what it's continuing at the moment? You know what for one year? No. Yeah. Um, I reckon bugger it. I, I, I honestly think that I, we've we have so many international raiders for the Melbourne Cup. We have a lot of internationals sort of dilute the cock plate field every year. They're not a, they're barely ever up to it. Um, do we need them for one year? My answer is no. Let, let's see what's in the Australian paddocks. And if they if if it's a lower standard, for sure, let's start inviting them again in twenty twenty two. But I don't it's think you've got anything. Issue. You've got nothing to lose. It's part of the issue, even just the interstate thing with the borders and stuff that have been shut recently and moving yeah. on. Um, I mean, I don't know. when was the last decent horse that came out of WA apart from Northerly? Who cares? Yeah. Yep. Um, Get the buzz saw out. Cut them off. <laughs> I reckon. They can, can be their own country. Put up the yeah, gates. They'd love, they'd love that. Don't worry. They'd love that. So would we. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, look, I honestly think, and it's not just racing, it's not just sport. Our society just needs some normality back again as soon as possible. Um, you know, I'm, I'm due to go back into the office not next week, the week after. I already know seven out of ten businesses around the CBD are either up for sale or leased or whatever. And many of those yeah, are not going to return. So you've got to, you've got to keep, to your point, Aaron, you've got to keep the state moving. You've got to get the, the wheels chugging back over again. There's no point sort of just sitting there. You know, we're going to be in the doldrums economically for a decade in this state. So yep. we've got to try and do what we can, where we can, until <laughs> there is to it. You know, you, we've gone from a triple A rating to a double A1 rating, and that's only going to get worse in the next two years. Well, one thing that's coming up after March, obviously, is normally the comedy festival, April. Um, you know, what's I mean, that going to look like? You know, Cuz doesn't pull the crowd anyway, so it won't really matter too much for one of his gigs. But when we when we get someone very much, mate. when we get someone selling out the Palais or something, and Cuz has to open for him, 
Um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Put it that way. Only the yeah. only the smidges are allowed, apparently. Well, Cuz could sweep the floor every five minutes. He can go across and just sweep the floor, and you know, entertain people that way. And you know, that'd be all right. I was going to mention. I was going to mention to Dave Cosma next Friday night. Dave Cosma's playing with Charles Jenkins um, in Thornbury at Swamplands. So love you around, Dave and Chuck. Would love to see you at. I know, I know. Friday night's maybe not your go, um, but it's next Friday night. Friday night, not right. When is it? Next fifth Friday night. Friday, next Friday coming, not this one. The yeah. fifth. And I know. Yeah. Uh, I, I talked to Dave about Cuz opening uh, early at four four thirty or so for a, a stand up stand up is show. You, is that when no one's in the audience? And if anyone, be the best up, time. Yeah, yeah okay. he'd, be the sound, he'd be the sound check man. You know. Um, <laughs> Might even get a free beer, cuz. So I think they were pretty keen on that one. <laughs> oh, now we've got an M rating on this thing. Cuz, <laughs> yeah. um, what are you doing? We might have to put the disclaimer up. Um, Bad <laughs> time the disclaimer came up, I reckon. Yeah, we've lasted so many shows without the disclaimer. Um, and as he drops, <laughs> yeah, off, drops, off, drops off beautifully. Um, one thing I picked up in Montmorency. Yeah, look, it's been interesting, mate. We've we're twenty six shows in now. Um, mm. You know, in in looking back on this, I, I never thought honestly that we were going to go past a couple of shows, maybe at best. Um, and we've just had such great support from Muso and friends that we know, not only Musos but um, artists and all sorts of people. And mm. I just think it's been a great way to connect. We weren't doing a show tonight, um, only because I just haven't had time really to be chasing chasing up guests and and scheduling things so and i know we've varied between a sunday and a wednesday and all different times and things are getting busy again but i'd love to really try and commit to at least a couple of shows a month um no matter when they are and hopefully do a couple of live shows would be would be awesome as well with little snippets and even recordings that we can do and bring them back so it'll be a bit of fun um i look forward to one of uh one of cuz's speeches one of your speeches at the footy and um, even just uh, coaching your lines and that—that'll be it'll be it'll be great fun. So, oh, look, look we, we could put we could put some footage of uh, you know what's local footy look like now. I mean, it's something like that, you know. Yeah, well, um, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting, isn't it? The the comeback hmm. for local footy—it's not far away. Um, obviously, we got yeah. NBA first, but that's very much been a a closed uh, you know a closed environment for the last twelve months. So that that will be interesting getting that going, but. Definitely, uh, local footy is going to be be the key, and I know like some local sports are up and firing with basketball as being one, but footy's no doubt the, the heart and soul of kind of Victoria itself. Mm. Not only at junior level, um, but there's so many parents that want to be involved in that in that side of things uh, as a family and an outlet. But girls' footy, it'd be interesting to see if girls' footy takes a bit of a hit, to be honest, because they had some momentum up, um, and then with the season off. It's going to be interesting to see how that balances out. What's your thoughts? Is it? it it'd be, it'd be interesting to see that because, and look, half is a lot closer to girls for the women's football, obviously, than any one of us. Um, however, the girls are very, very enthusiastic about football. Um, I, I don't sense a significant drop off of the women's football. If anything, I sense, and I, I, I feel this even through our own club, but. Many other clubs are also battling, literally trying to get numbers back because, 
you know, you've missed a year of football, uh, local and VFL, and guys have found something else to do or guys have just lost interest or guys have, you know, for whatever reason, football is no longer their Saturday priority. They may have picked up a job that's six days a week and, and, and pays really well, um, more so now than ever before. So the concern with local sport probably sits on the male side than the female. Females love sport. They love being involved. They've been wanting to be involved for a long, long time. And they've become the lifeblood of any local footy club now, let's be honest. Um, so I don't anticipate a significant drop-off for women's sport, particularly AFL football. Um, I sense it might be on the male side. So the men have to pick their game up a little bit on that. Um, but, you know, if, if, if it means people are doing other things that make their life a bit better and happier, then so be it. Uh, you know, we just get on with it. Um, Sports, sports don't disappear. People do. Clubs may, but the sport will always be there. So if you, people want to play it, they can play it. It's always to it. It'll be there. Yeah, definitely. Cars, give us some uh, final thoughts. I know just before you do, um, we've got an exciting guest uh, for next week. I'm just confirming a few details. But if you don't know who this man is, Dylan Ruse, from Prince to King, it's uh, the great Paul Ruse's son, um, and he's doing some awesome things mm. in mental health um, and also coaching, um, personal coaching. So, so he's got a great program that's mentoring young boys from 16, 17 to about 22, really critical age in young men, and it'll be really exciting to hear from him. Um, he'll be in Hawaii, so that's going to be a 4 o'clocker gig next Wednesday so it's a bit of a different time slot but he's a few hours ahead of us so we've got to uh, factor that in so I look forward yep. to that chat but Cuz what uh, give us some final words of wisdom mate oh, no. don't fall asleep <laughs> don't, don't nod off no but just a good week loving to catch up and have a chat with you boys it's been fantastic episode 26 how did we get this far yeah, we just mentioned that it's uh, we just had a little reflection while you decided to turn your camera off and drop off for a second there, but um, the, the iPad died. Yeah, great. Uh, twenty, yeah, twenty six shows, mate. Um, as I mentioned, we're only supposed to do one or two, or maybe one, uh, or it's turned into a couple. And just great to have so many supports. Um, not only good friends, but f friends. Hopefully that you've become friends with as well that you guys didn't know, and and vice versa. So we look sure. forward to uh, reaching out to many more artists. I've reached out to a few and some are obviously excitingly busy now, which is great. So that's an even better time to get them on and talk about actual gigs that are happening instead of the lockdown period that we all went through. Yeah. So yeah, 20, 26 shows, mate. It's um, been epic, so to speak. Um, and thanks, Naomi. 26 shows, that's a lot of hot air. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> we talk Oh, there we go. <laughs> beauty school dropout, mate. Talk about the great dropout, cuz. There's no, there's just no excuse for this. There really isn't. I mean, no. we're in 2021 and Montmorency's stuck in 1972. Um, you can understand, Lovey, why I need you on the show, mate. Cuz is a. Instantly drops out, doesn't charge anything. He's the one that actually pushed us to start this show tonight. And which, so thanks, cuz, for uh, letting well, us know. Or pushing me into getting this show happening. Um, and look, we'll, let's call it now. We're, we're definitely doing a show next week. 
Um, it's just a matter of actually what time. So if you can't make it, mate, totally understand at four o'clock. But it's going to be it's going to be a must a must listen or must watch. So I know you'll probably be working at that stage. But um, good to see Dave Posma, a great support of ours, like we're a good support of his. Um, and hopefully Friday night, mate, you can next Friday the fourth, the fifth, sorry, of March. Um, be great to get you there and have a beer in person. Sounds good. I uh, just a fun fact before we do go and. Yep. Um, Speaking of the Ruse family, I played football for a year with – oh, there he is, sleepy. Oh, no, he's gone. Um, I played football with Paul Ruse's older brother. Um, I can't remember his name now. <laughs> but at Doncaster East for a year. Back in 1999, I was a 23-year-old. And um, Oh, Simon. So Simon Ruse is uh, Paul's brother. Um, that was uh, that was quite a, quite a fun event, I think. Simon's wired a bit differently to Paul, and we'll probably hear that next week as well. But um, and then I coached against his son Joel uh, about a decade later. Um, Joel, in his own, Joel, in his own right, was a very good footballer. Probably didn't get it get out of himself what he should have, but that's all right. We all we all do our own fun things. But yeah, it's interesting. You got the Furious family on next week. It'll be, be a good chat. Yeah, it'll be very good. Be um, obviously big footsteps to to walk in the shoes of. Um, Sounds like he's yeah. walked his own ones though, which is really good. Absolutely, and and obviously being overseas now, he's definitely uh, definitely taken on a different life. I know he worked with the Swans Academy as well, um, but mm. he could play actually as a kid, so he was yep. a pretty good player. Um, mm. And it'd never, it'd be interesting to talk about you know that that walking in your father's footsteps and what it takes to get out of those and and not be uh, not be judged. Or did he always feel like he was, he was being judged in that same space? So thanks for coming oh, back, yeah. Buzz. Oh, bloody. It's a it's a lot of pressure on a kid when you when your son when you're the son of Paul Ruse and it's like anything you know like I just look at the Silvani family and I look at poor Ben Silvani got drafted in to be honest wasn't I thought um, but it was because it was a Silvani family and it's been a lot so many of those sort of examples but it sounds like this young, this young man we got on next week because uh, yeah he's walked his own boot and it's really good to see so yeah I'm looking forward to it. No problem. Absolutely. All right, guys. Cuz. Well, lovely to catch up. Look forward you to sure? the chat. You sure? You're going to stay on for this last 10 seconds? <laughs> You're such a prick. <laughs> Get the language thing back up again. Warning. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, I'll just give, a, just give a quick plug here to where to find us and find all our socials and links. If you don't know what Linktree is, you can Google it. Um, it's basically a list of where where to find us and where to find us on all our different platforms without trying to put them all up. That's where you go and you can find us, find one of our audio podcasts. Uh, a lot of people have been watching our YouTube later on, which is fantastic to see. Um, if you would not keen on uh, audio, uh, video, sorry, you can just listen to audio and you won't uh, see cuz fall asleep every five minutes. So that, that'll be something different. Do me a favor cuz and make sure you charge your iPad um, for next, uh, next Wednesday, four yeah, o'clock. We'll if you have, have, a few, have a few red bulls oh, at 345. A bit later, mate. I'll probably come on when I get home from work. Yeah, that's all right, mate. I'll keep the show going for three hours till you get home. That's fine. No worries. Well, I was going to say 358. Keep you home by 358. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's all right. You do, um, you do school hours. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'll speak soon. Look forward to it, mate. See you later, cuz. Have a good week. You too. Bye-bye. See you, James. Thanks for coming on, lovey. Have a good week, bud.
You too, mate. Take it easy. Catch up. Cheers, everyone. Have a good night and have a good week, most importantly. Have a great day.